Welcome to Bliss Beyond Fear. Your hosts, Des, a transformational life coach, and Gina Marie, a personal development mentor, are here to help you have confidence, embrace your worth, and find your joy. Des and Gina Marie are fierce friends and lifestyle entrepreneurs that will encourage you to have faith, elevate your mindset, and take action so you can achieve the results you desire. They believe that an abundant life is sustained by overcoming your fears through creating a circle that elevates you and rises with you. Your blissful journey begins now. Welcome back to the Bliss Beyond Fear podcast. Oh, we are so excited. Where apparently we can't fear. contain oh ourselves. Oh my gosh. We, oh we, are, um, we are just so thrilled to and, and humbled and Very, thankful mm-hmm. and grateful and all of those wonderful things to have had the opportunity to be able to have an interview with Kristen Ulmer. It was such an amazing experience. And today in our talk, Mm -hmm. we are going to process that and just share with you some things that we learned from the interview and um, and in hopes that you'll be able to apply it to your life and kind of help digest and process that interview. I I felt like it was so eye-opening to talk to her and explore something that I personally have never explored in the way that she teaches in terms of her being an expert on fear. And right out of the gates, too, as soon as she started talking, I was debating whether I should get a pen. What I, I was really excited because I was learning Yes, yes. And, and and it really is life changing. And I've learned to also apply it in other areas. So as Kristen was was talking, she was explaining how we can have a better relationship with fear, that fear is not necessarily a problem in your life. It's how you react to it. It's how you deal with it. Mm -hmm. It's how you process and everything. Well, and even just our language with how we choose to have a relationship with it. And for those of you tuning in, um, please go listen to our episode that we had last week because that is where we we had the interview. And so Kristen, just to recap, she is a pro, a former pro athlete, extreme skier. She was known as the best in the world for 12 years. And just if you YouTube her, you'll see the insane videos that she did jumping off cliffs and pretty much risking her life every time she did that. And then she went into the space of studying Zen and fear. So just kind of a little backdrop, um, but go listen to her because she's awesome. So one of the things that I appreciated was even the language. I felt like I needed to correct my language because she would say, or I was thinking, overcome fear, get past fear, go beyond fear. And what she's saying is experience fear like you would other things. Yeah. They're neurologically, she talks about how they're the same thing. Fear and excitement are the same. It makes you feel 
alive. Yes. And and she taught us that there's four different stages that you go through or, or four different ways that you can deal with fear, mm-hmm. fear, right? You can resist it. It comes, no, 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 I'm going to resist it. Well, and how many people do that? Yeah. It's, a, it's almost like a natural reaction that kicks in. Scary, run away. Yes. Yeah. Fight or flight, right? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yes. So resist it. Um, false expectations appearing real. Mm-hmm. That's not, it, it's not real. You're not really afraid. That's not, that's not something that you need to be afraid of because that's not real. And I understand where that comes from for people mm-hmm. because a lot of people are worrying about things in the future, mm-hmm. that there's a fear about things in the future. That's what produces anxiety mm-hmm. because you're, you're, you're wondering, well, what's going to happen? What if? How about? And she's, she was right in terms of talking about, so if you're a parent or if you're any kind of caretaker, of, you know, a teacher and an aunt or whatever. How do you talk about those things with a child? Do you, what language are you using? Do you say, no, 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 it's no, no, okay. No, just smile. You're fine. No, no, you're, no, fine. No, you're, you're fine. fine. You're fine. No, no, no. Just, just forget okay. about it. No, 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 no. Don't. Right. <laughs> That's me when my kids would fall down. No, no, no. You're, you're okay. You're okay. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> it's going to be fine. It's going to be distraction. Think, think of a happy <laughs> thought. Happy thought. Happy thought. You know? And you, you want a piece of candy? No. <laughs> yeah. And you, but I think that is a, is a reaction that you do. You, you try to replace it very immediately with something else. And it might be candy, macaroni and cheese. Do you want a pizza? I mean, you're like, hurry up and try to get rid of it. Because we're not comfortable. We're not comfortable with seeing people, you know, react that way. So we want to, I'm sure you would too, because you're, you know, you're very empathetic. Yeah. Being an empath. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I'm going to help you with that. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's, right. it's false expectations appearing real. Um, then another, another level. way that people mm-hmm. level that you would deal with fear is acceptance. Which I think that's common too, in terms of, okay, I accept that job didn't work out, that relationship didn't work out, or there's nothing I can do about it. It is what it is. My plans didn't work out. I thought this and something else happened, but it's, uh, I, and in my mind, I kind of was thinking, okay, that's it. What else more could you do? She's like, there's two other levels. Right. Right. Okay. Get a pen. Which would be embracing embracing fear mm-hmm. okay and that's doing something that scares you every day okay i to do something that scares me every day mm-hmm. and she gave a, an interesting perspective on that because i i thought that that's you know what she was going to say was yeah embrace it she was like well you know i don't necessarily look to to you know be afraid every All day the time it's like, Whoa. but i mean it's just like when you're watching a movie and somehow in two hours Every emotion can be evoked. You're happy when they get together. You're frustrated when they break up. And you, you're you sad when their mom died. I mean, you go through all these things. You're hungry. You're hungry. You want popcorn. Right. Nope. <laughs> you want all the things. So many emotions so when many you're emotions. watching movies. But you're, but you're, you know, going through that process and you feel all of those emotions. And mm-hmm. so just like anything else, I think... 
I loved how she said, to your point, with fear, you can make a decision. And she, I think she was talking about the water slide. Like if you take your kid and, you know, you ask them if they want to go on the water slide and they can choose. Like maybe they're feeling that fear, but it's excitement. So they say, heck yeah, I want to go. Or it's like, you know, I don't actually. And it's okay too. It's a choice. And I think sometimes we're... <laughs> wanting to lean into that. And sometimes you're like, not today. Yeah. You know, the girls were talking about, uh, we just recently had Jeff's birthday mm. and I had asked the girls, like, what are, you know, some of your memories from, from him or favorite memories or memories that stood out or you wanted to share. And Annalise said, I remember when we went to camp, Jeff was a camp counselor and they had this huge zip line. Mm. and he said, you're going to go on the zip line. We'll sign you up for the zip line. She goes, no, I don't want to do that. He's all, no, you're going to do it. <laughs> and she was like, no, I, I seriously, no, dad. Like, I seriously don't want to do this. And he was like, you're going to do that. And she said, I was crying. And he pushed her up the steps, crying, oh, boy. got up, she's strapped in. She's all, I was crying. And I looked at the guy and I said to the guy that's like strapping me in, no, seriously, my, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And Jeff basically shoved her off. And she was like, I am, I was thinking in that moment, I hate my dad so much right now. Like I am hating that he is making me do this. But he pushed, you know, she went and she was like, wow, she felt alive. And she Made it to the other side and she was like, I didn't want to admit that I actually enjoyed that. Yeah, but that's that's how it is. It's it's all kinds of feels when you're going through something like that, especially when there's adrenaline mm -hmm. in, in a moment. I know what it's like to be on a zip line. I didn't make it to the other side once. We'll tell that story another oh, day. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that's Oh, you have to tell the story. You have to okay. tell the zip line story. Okay, I'll tell it. We'll have a little digression here. So I go um, with our wonderful Okay, friend. hold on. I have to paint a picture. First of all, okay, Desiree and I are both under five foot. Yes. She's, she's the giant of the group. She's 4'11". I'm 4'10". Yes. And, you know, so dripping wet, she's not much more than 100 pounds. Okay. <laughs> and in order to go on a zip line, you know, the best way to get from one side to the other is momentum right. right okay so there's the picture of painting you know this yeah Desiree's the situation and okay. um so Donna our good friend Donna invites me to come with her and her kids to this cool place um and it's like a little adventure park but there's a bunch of zip lines that you could take you have to take them to get to different parts of the adventure place so I'm going through the little course and then I see I see the destination and I see there's a person on the other side and I'm excited to get to the other side and sure enough I go down the zip line and I get stuck in the middle hanging over a body of water and speaking of fear just dwindling just yeah. dangling la, 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 like a sloth la, yeah la, la. sloth just hanging out in the sun it was hot and I was dangling. Oh, and, th and then I was thinking, you know what? If I fell, I'd be okay because that water looks good right now. So it was fear. It was confusion. I was wondering how I was going to get out of that situation. There's a boy, and I can say boy because he looked like a boy, 
at the other side. He has to zip to me. <laughs> he, he's got to go up like against. Yeah, he's got to like, go. Because the, the, the line goes at an angle, right? It does That's, go at an angle. So I'm thinking so he's in my on the head, other side of the low end of the angle. Yes. Okay. But I'm thinking, I don't know how this is really going to work because it just, I don't know, the calculations in my head that I was picturing, he didn't weigh more than I did, I don't think. So I was like, is this momentum going to happen? I, I'm not sure. So he, not, probably 19 years old, I don't know, swings, you know, zips over to me. I have to straddle this boy, you know, <laughs> put my legs around him. And he's like, just hold on tight. Just hold on to me because I'm going to, oh, what he was supposed to do is use his arms to kind of, um, hold on to the rope and kind of pull us along. And it was not working in his favor. They had to call in the cavalry oh. and get like two more guys. <gasps> then there was more straddling oh and whatever. And so long story short, <laughs> we made it. But I have this picture every time. Can someone... we put this picture? We have it. You have the picture. <laughs> oh we can put this picture on our website. So oh, you guys can go to our website. Oh my and see, gosh. This is the, so the funny. Straddling progression. Oh my her. gosh. Donna. And then, well, that's the <laughs> so thing. So now you're like in a threesome going down yeah, this line. Pretty much. Oy. There's this thing, this whole situation happening. And then <laughs> Donna and then her daughter, Savannah and Nolan was still climbing. So he didn't see this. Nolan until is later. Donna's. Uh, younger son. son and so savvy and donna i think after they realized that i was alive and okay they thought it was a wonderful opportunity to take photos and i was like this is not going to disappear oh my it's gosh. going to be seen on the internet yeah i'm watching this unfold on instagram this is fabulous it was, it was amazing so there's fear <laughs> and how you can handle it you just straddle it and a straddle is another word for embrace. So go. that was level three. I think three. that would bring us to the to the next one, yep. which is intimacy with be intimate with. That's fear. level four, I which loved. I never thought about. I know that. I know, and I really want to. I'm I'm very excited about um, getting her book, and you I know, can't and, wait and and reading that and listening to it. So she. Um, because I want, I really, really want to have an intimate relationship with fear. And in addition to, to what I learned, mm -hmm. what she was talking about with fear, I had a situation where, um, you know, in this time where there's so much uncertainty. Yes. I used to know that I had a job and there was just a sense of certainty. Mm -hmm. And with uncertainty, I look at this and I can relate to it with uncertainty, which yeah. I guess could be a form of fear. I think so. I also was thinking about this with pain. Mm -hmm. You can resist pain. You can accept pain. You can embrace pain. You can be intimate with pain. You know, when you, when you, and I think that with pain, with stress, with fear, with uncertainty, with all of these things, you have a relationship with it. You could, you know, ignore it. You can accept it. You can embrace it. You can be intimate with it. You, whatever it is, is your relationship with it. Everybody has a relationship with those things. Coming from a perspective where I lost a spouse to a heart attack mm -hmm. and so many things that were going on 
and how he resisted it. It wasn't there. It wasn't really happening. That did not do good things to his body. Hmm. When it came on to me, and I didn't even really think about what I was doing, I, I embraced it. All of the things that he was afraid of or, you know, that, that he was stressed about that I didn't know about. Well, and then there's stress also, your relationship right. with stress too, right? Mm-hmm. You can resist it. You can embrace it. You can be intimate with it. Like, okay, let me feel that. Hmm, how does that feel? Okay, let me be okay with that, you know? He was, was not able to do that. He was like, I'm going to conquer it. Mm. I'm going to conquer it and resist it. Like he wanted to really, you know... Right. Everything's just fine. La, 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 it was la, something la. to it's not really happening, but it was really happening. Well, when yeah. all of that shifted to me and all of the challenges shifted to me, I took more of an embrace, not so much intimate, but definitely embrace and and was like, all right, here we go. I'm going to get this done where I'm going to go. I'm running to it like I'm going to I embraced it. It was like, I, yeah. I, and and I think that. Well, we, Jean Marie and I took the fear assessment. So go check that out. KristenOlmer.com. You can take the fear assessment there and it'll tell you our, the result that we got was Embracer. And I think when you've gone through enough stuff, you realize that life is a cycle and certain things are going to happen again. Feelings, emotions, experiences. You don't know how, you don't know when, because that's usually what happens, but I love that she talked about it being a relationship because it it is that. And even her, when I watched one of her videos and she said it it was like dating, you know, for a long time she dated fear in a really intimate way because of what she did for her living at that time. And and everything, getting up in a helicopter and letting it drop her wherever Boom. on a mountain you that go. you Bye. had no idea. And literally putting yourself in a situation where you can die. Like that is a legitimate outcome of that. That's the ultimate, you know, doing something like that. And I think that it just, it made me think of the way that we look at all of our different emotions. Because when you feel joy or you feel peace or things that you could categorize as good feelings, happy feelings, you want to stay in it. Mm-hmm. Whereas things that are bad, frustration, anger, de- you know, depression, fear, you, you just want to run away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it is, it's very natural to resist it. Mm-hmm. And and if I applied this to resisting stress, I don't want to do that. It's going to stress me out. I want to stay away from that person. That's stressful. I want to stay away from that situation. That's stressful. You avoid it. Um, mm-hmm. Pain. Oh, working out. Oh, that's going to be pain. Yeah. It's going to be painful. Yeah. I don't want to do that. You know, fear. I want to. Um, that scares me. No. I don't, you know, I don't want to love again. Because that's Aww. scary. I'm yeah. gonna put up. I'm gonna put up walls. I mean, this is. I'm having such a personal relationship with all of this right now because Same. I'm just coming out of to where I 
was really resisting a lot of things because of the time that we're living in right now yes. and starting to build up walls to protect myself. It's what you which do. Is a, you know, part of resistance. I wasn't accepting it. I wasn't embracing it. And I certainly wasn't intimate with it. Mm-hmm. But when I look at situations that are stressful, that are painful, that are fearful, when you do have an intimate relationship with it, it's growth and great wow. things. I mean, I know with the birth of my children, the pain through that, there was such a growth in me to be able to, you know, this little nobody in the family that couldn't do anything, that didn't do anything. Like, you know, the story I told myself, mm-hmm. when I am had an intimate relationship with the pain during my childbirth birthed this confidence and a bonding and just so many wonderful things that came out of that. When I embrace, okay, I'm going to work out and I'm going to enjoy this. You know, I mean, you can, you can do your walk and it's good for your heart. Right. But when you push yourself and it gets, it's those, it's those reps that you do to where it's like, it's okay, it's burning. You you can't, you, you can barely hold your arm up anymore. Oh my gosh. That's when change happens. That is the change. That's that turning point. And I look back and, you know, when I was, I don't know, like 17% body fat and now I think it was like 15% body fat Mm -hmm. and, you know, I was working out and everything. It was those kind of workouts that was like, okay, this is okay. This is hard. Okay, this is really hard. This burns. So bad. That's when my body started transforming. Mm -hmm. When you want to vomit and you're seeing stars. Right? You can barely get up off the floor. What did I, for, for me, it was like, that was growth. That was change. That was what I wanted for my body with stress thinking of that and being intimate with it. It's like, this is, you know, what does that look like for me? That looks like I'm, I'm embracing that because something's happening. That's a pull. That's Mm -hmm. stress. I feel like I'm a mission driven messenger. That's my pull. That's that stress. I recognize as that's my purpose and I'm proud of it. Mm -hmm. And hello, friend. Yeah. Hello, it's okay. Friend. It's okay to do that. And I think it's good to call it out. You know, say it. It's yeah. okay to say it to yourself. I'm I'm feeling fearful. I'm feeling stressed. And I'm gonna process I'm it. Okay. It's, I'm okay. It's natural. I'm gonna process it and mm. and be able to do that. Talk about it. Talk about it with a friend. You Where's know? that coming from? Is mm-hmm. it in your tummy? Where are you feeling that? Ooh, ooh. That's that that in my gut. Ooh. That's, I'm kind of scared right now. I'm feeling that right there, you know, Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, that's okay. Hey there, buddy. It's there. It's there. It's okay. (laughs) You don't have to, you don't have to run away from that. And that was just really eye-opening for her to, to talk about, well, here's the other thing, all the correlations of the conversation that we had. It's when you can do this, you embrace it and you get to a place where you're having an intimate relationship with fear, then there are dividends that can be paid when you don't have to take meds or all Mm. of these other things that we talk about in society. Um, 
as it relates to stress and anxiety, depression, uh, suicidal thoughts. I mean, yeah, you can kind of go on and on. That is usually a solution, not to badmouth, you know, if, if that is useful for people, but there could be, and, and Kristen talked about it and she's the expert, so I'll, I'll let her do the talking in that area, but there's going to be more conversations as we continue to move forward because we live in an environment where more stress and anxiety is pro provoked more than ever with all the innovation that's around us and all the technology that we're keeping up with. And um, it's going to get more pervasive, more prevalent for us to have our senses continuously triggered where we can be fearful of many things. And so there has to be something else that we can do that's not always the medication that is the answer where we can manage it through processing and the emotional awareness. And not be debilitating yeah. and, and have those side effects mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think I think it's human nature that we want to, you know, take the path of least resistance. Yeah. It's human nature. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, I know that in my life, it's taking training, training in my thought life, mm -hmm. training in my actions to, to enjoy the resistance, enjoy the stress, enjoy the fear, enjoy the uncertainty. Because it really, it really could be. And, you know, in the time that we're in right now, mm -hmm. um, I told Desiree, I said, you know, I'm so tired of seeing everything that you go on. I don't even really want to talk about this on our podcast. I just want to, I just want, you know, I want to be a light to where, you know, our listeners can come and they can listen to our podcast and just for a minute, just enjoy themselves. Mm -hmm. And I was resisting mm -hmm. that, you know, it's, there's so much that can be intimate in this time that we're going through. And, and my eyes are really being open to that. Yeah. Well, and particularly because we're in a time where Jean Marie and I were saying this earlier, when we were talking today, we're all universally across the world experiencing something which is of a mass scale for us to have this ability to understand each other in a way where when something is isolated, you just don't, right? If you look across the world and you go, oh, that's happening in Japan or Taiwan or Russia. It's like, oh, okay, you want to understand it, learn about it. Is there, what could you do from afar? And when it's in your immediate space and every single person around you, it becomes something that is a shared experience. And, and how beautiful is that? Mm -hmm. You know, when you think about the times that you have come in contact with, like, let's say you've had a miscarriage. Mm. Let's say you've lost a spouse. Let's say you've lost a child. Let's say you've had a certain surgery or disease or, you know, something that you struggled through and you come in contact with somebody mm. who has had that same thing. There is there's such a beautiful connection mm -hmm. and we are now going through this time together. All, everybody, everybody. 
mm-hmm. together. And so we have this amazing opportunity to be intimate with that and 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 bring an intimacy through that yes. and going through that when you have the right relationship with that. Right. And that's just tremendous opportunity to learn and apply going forward. You know, it's like when you go to school and you learn something new and you're so excited because now it takes you less time and you can get through it. I think it's the same with this fear is when we can understand it in a different way and it shows up because it will on a daily basis. There's something, right? Now you can. It'll be something else. It's going to be for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. It's going to be there. Now you can, you can associate with it differently. That's huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You have a voice and a message, but it can be hard to raise your voice above the noise. So how do you reach your audience and inspire them to take action? How do you increase your influence, grow your network and drive engagement? Podcasting is a powerful way to build a connection with your audience and turn that crowd into a community. But where do you start? Rockwood Audio works with entrepreneurs and businesses to design and craft high-quality, smart content that fits your brand like a glove. Rockwood's podcast launch package includes one-to-one coaching and development, strategic and technical support, audio and visual branding, broadcast quality editing and production, and even distribution and setup. They'll get you from idea to iTunes in half the time with a great sounding show that your audience will love. They even wrote the theme music for this show. And Rockwood's subscription editing, production and publishing services takes away the hassle so you can focus on what's important. For a free consultation, go to rockwoodaudio.com. That's R-O-K-K-Wood.com. Rockwood Audio. Brand out loud. The world is listening. I just felt like, Kristen, you're kicking the knowledge right now. This is cool. <laughs> what up? I was awestruck. It's like, whoa. I know. We're like, <laughs> we have a girl crush. <laughs> yeah, crush on you. Is it She's weird? amazing. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, she really, it was, it literally was life-changing. I'm going to have to uh, change our, our uh, outro now. Yeah, because you know, I would say, "May your faith be greater than your fears." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Whoa, hold on, hold ah! on! It's not—it's <laughs> not about being fearless or, or getting rid of it or suppressing it." Yeah, let it's it. May you have faith in your fear. Oh, have faith in that. I love it. I do. Boom! So, it up. That just happened. That just happened. Real time learning on the Bliss Beyond Fear podcast. Gonna, and then our our podcast manager is going to have to like redo it constantly because I'm going to be saying it wrong all the time. <laughs> can it's going to be like, that? okay, Gina Marie, okay, can why are you making you, my job so hard? Can you edit that? <laughs> yeah, but I but I I do also just love how she described that fear is happening all the time. Mm -hmm. It's so inevitable. Mm -hmm. You know, it happens to us constantly. And so you might as well 
create a different relationship with it. And I can imagine just how impactful her work is. I mean, you've, you heard, you know, when we talked about her and the work that she's done featured in the Wall Street Journal and Forbes and USA Today and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I can imagine the magnitude of working with individuals, but also even like companies and, and just groups of people where, you know, I think in, even in the work setting, People want to hold themselves to a particular standard and you almost intentionally, purposefully suppress those things of fear or showing that emotion because you want to be on, mm-hmm. quote unquote, mm-hmm. at your best. The, yeah. The fear of looking like an idiot, the mm-hmm. fear of being vulnerable. Yeah. Gosh, it's just, it's, it's really interesting. If, if a person could get to the place to where they have an intimacy with that. Right. That can change so many things in your lives for the better. And that's why I I love the experts that help us to learn because it's like Brene Brown with vulnerability and shame and guilt and that whole side of things is because, again, that's something that we often suppress. Oh, I don't want to have shame and guilt and be vulnerable. And you mean be honest with people? Oh my gosh, no, that's too scary. No, no I could get hurt. Mm. Yeah. So, but we do that as but human beings. But did you beings. die? <laughs> <laughs> as human beings, it's just, it's natural. So it's one of the things that is amazing about adulthood is how you have to sometimes undo or recondition yourself from the things that you were taught by the and, way, your parents messed you up. No. <laughs> right? I mean, that's the reason. Sorry, girls. <laughs> that, that there's, we turn to different different people in our lives, like therapists and everything else, right? Because what we're trying to do as human beings is make sense of all the things in our life. So you have to go backwards and diagnose your traumas. And why do I think like that? And is there something wrong with me? And then, you know. There's different aspects of embracing that you have to do with who you've become. Mm -hmm. But my philosophy is that we're always evolving. We're always evolving. I think that you are who you are to your core. So if you're like me, an empath, I'll always be that. That's not something I'm going to go work on to not be. But I think our viewpoints on life, our perspectives can be expanded and you can see things from different lenses. You know, it's like building a collection of a bunch of different eyeglasses or sunglasses. You know, you get a different pair and it allows you to see something differently than you did before. And I think that as adults, we, there is an ego that has to be managed because you want to be right. You know, you've learned things up until a certain point and you want to be right. And when you're given a different perspective and you feel like you could be wrong or now your position has been challenged. Because people don't yeah, embrace. Your ego. You're like, oh. They don't have an intimacy with, with failure. Yeah. You know, it's like they resist failure. I'm not going to do that if I can't win. If I can't be good at dancing, I'm not going to dance. Hmm. If I'm not going to, you know, if I'm not good at talking to women, I'm not going to talk to women. If I can't, you know, if I'm not going to be good at that, I'm I'm not going to do that because I don't want to fail. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's so funny because 
the reality of it is that nobody's going to get everything 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, another thing that you could, you know, have an intimacy with. This is awesome. I, I failed. Woo. That means I'm closer to where I need to go. I learned from it. Exactly. There's a lesson and a blessing mm-hmm. when things don't go your way. And that's something that we have to not resist either. And that's a, I think being present, you know, if this time has taught us anything, it's that being present allows you to feel what you're feeling and, and allow it Ooh, to be and okay. And people are, you know, mm. oh, you can, you know, he, they don't have the knowledge or the discipline or um, the, you, you know, the, the desire mm-hmm. to say, okay, here I am. I'm by myself. What am I going to learn from this? How am I going to, you know, embrace this and feel this and be okay with feeling this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, so. it's, it's beautiful. So check out Kristen. She rocks. <laughs> there's, there's uh, by her book, Buy her book. So once again, it's called The Art of Fear, Why Conquering Fear Won't Work and What to Do Instead. You can buy it now on Amazon. You could get the hard copy or paperback sent to you or do the Kindle. But the audio version, which is what Jean Marie and I bought, comes out on June 16th. So go do that. I'm excited about that. I cannot wait. Something to look forward to. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Um, And hopefully this has helped you to process along with Des and I. And if there's anything that we have said that makes you think that somebody needs to hear it, Mm -hmm. please share it. Stop what you're doing right now. Share it with somebody. Um, We would love to be a part of, of helping them through whatever. We're glad that you were listening and and it's our prayer that this could help you with um, going through things that you're going through right now and I'm I'm sure that there's fear in there. Um, yeah. And and we just encourage you to have an intimate relationship with that. <laughs> right? We're all, we're all, all going to be we're okay. All we got this. Learning something <laughs> through this. That's that's 100% sure. Um so We always like to end our episodes with a gratitude attitude. And I've been thinking about mine so I can start first. And I was reflecting on this because of a conversation that I had last night. And it is being grateful for my 12-year-old going on 13 year old niece in less than a month, which is slightly terrifying, but it's okay because I have a different relationship with fear. (laughs) So I'm going to just go and process that. But um, we ended up talking on FaceTime for a long time about all these questions that she just had because she has this time and she's not in school in the same way. And so she's learning from the internet and Googling things. And she had all kinds of questions for me about college and about money and about investment I'm things that I'm like going back to when I was 12 what, I, she was, what the heck in yeah, the world she was talking about buying a house all these things that I think people that are in their 30s don't even That's think about awesome. or maybe even more than that but and she was going through basically she's all auntie I plan I plan my whole life 
you know, today. So this is this is what it is. And she talked about becoming a lawyer or an anesthesiologist or all the different possibilities, because, of course, she could do absolutely anything. I know that um, for both, you know, of my my nieces. Of and, course. And I just felt so blessed that she we could process that and that we could have a conversation. And my message to her was, and it's OK if you change your mind. It's okay. You know, like, this is awesome that this is what you're thinking. And these are the questions that you have. And I said, come back tomorrow with your new questions. And, and I, I, I was, and she was, it thanked me. She's That's like, such an honor. Yeah. I, I oh, don't gosh, even know. It must've that. been like an hour or something that we were talking and she's just going through this whole nine yards and she was kind of stressed about it. And I'm thinking it's okay. You're 12. It's going to be okay. Oh we're going to just support you through all the different decisions. And, um, I just, I had that sense of, oh, I love this. Oh. And, and just that when she asked, was it hard for you? Like when you went to college? And I was like, yeah, there were hard parts. And just, I'm like, this is going to be so much fun, you know, because she's got so much time ahead of her. And I'm just grateful to be there for the ride. That's awesome. So that's my gratitude that's attitude. Gratitude. Okay. Well, it's interesting because mine's kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter, Lisette. Um, is this is our senior year. Mm. So, of course, there's, you know, graduation's going to look different. And, you know, as most seniors in high school are starting to feel this pressure of what are you going to do for the rest of your life? And, of course, they have this perspective or perception that everybody but them has this figured out. And, and she... She's my little perfectionist. She she works very hard at the things that she she works at, and she's really hard on herself. Mm-hmm. I am. I was so grateful that in this time that we are around each other all the time, we are able to have this opportunity to talk. And I and and we had this moment where, and this doesn't happen very often anymore, where you know she she looked at me and was like mom like first you know you don't know what you're talking about like I you know and she was looking at all of these things that she's not Mm. and I was so grateful that I was able to be there and not take those feelings away from her Mm -hmm. say you know I can understand how you might feel that way you know like let her have those feelings yes but then also say to her you know encourage her at the same time and kind of do this dance with her and um, which is really funny because I'm able to do this for so many people but then when you know you're not a prophet in your own land Mm. so (laughs) my kids are like really you help other people you can't do this with us you know Uh, (laughs) so we just had this wonderful moment because of all the time that we have together because of the situation that we're in right now to where I was able to speak in her life and there were tears and she looked at me and said, thanks mom, you know, and I was just like, Oh, I love this. It's a, it you're was the have, same thing. You're ball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she's just been, I'm just so proud of her. She's been amazing. She's stepped up and she's like cooking meals and cleaning the house and just, just such a, such a blessing in my life. And so i just was like, marinating on the gratitude of of her in our life and and her being open to to listen listening to me which right. is sometimes hard for teenagers well and then there there's the interesting connection in all in our two stories which is teenagers mm-hmm. <laughs> right but the the connection being that we're all growing 
together in some way. Age is irrelevant. There's an experience fundamentally that we're going through that is putting us all in a space of learning, growing. And in some ways, I I feel like in the past couple of weeks, I'm being a better listener, mm-hmm. having a little bit mm-hmm. more compassion in times when I would sort of not brush under the rug feelings, but almost just want to do what I normally do and focus on the getting things done and productivity. And um, But now having more sensitivity mm-hmm. and awareness to that, we have to be able to have, going back to what we learned from Kristen, the feelings of being in where you are. And it's not always joyful and awesome and amazing it's also difficult and Mm -hmm. challenging and struggles and Mm -hmm. and so that's really cool and then embrace it have an intimacy get intimate with him (laughs) so um like we said please share this if you haven't already hopefully you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of our podcast we're so grateful for all of you and are always happy to hear you're grateful so even if it's just a quick message you can email us blissfulfortitude at gmail.com you can visit our website blissfulfortitude.com and you can also call us at 1-833-MY-BLISS 1-833-692-5477 well, thank you so much for joining us in another episode of Bliss, Bliss Beyond, Beyond Fear. Fear podcast. And now I've got to change this up. Let's see if we can get this right. May you have faith in your fear. And remember, you are your only limit. So take action today. Thanks for <laughs> so listening, listening to the, to the Bliss, Bliss Beyond, Beyond Fear podcast. Fear podcast.